0: (laughs) Welcome back, everybody, to Fill the Issues Guy, the podcast, or I guess a special patron cast. This is a new show that I'm going to be doing every month. I'll try to do it a little bit more often than a month, but at least one a month to kind of look back on the podcasts that we did in that particular month, because for two reasons. One, I know that some of the people that listen to the audio cast have maybe been with us since the Issues program. I've gotten a couple of emails here and there that people miss me just coming on the mic and being a babbly fool. And that's part of it. Right now, I'm sitting in my office, and it's great to go live. It's great to have the chat there. It's great to take calls and all of that stuff. But it's also a good, relaxing thing or an excellent feeling. It's a release on some level for me, to just sit here in a room with the lights out, or I'm not even sitting, now I'm standing, now I'm sitting, I'm standing, I'm sitting, I almost just fell out of my chair, you could probably hear it roll away. Either way, I'm a clumsy, ridiculous mess, and I realize that as time goes on, or as time has been going on, I spend more and more attention on the YouTube channel itself, and doing live streams, but I still love doing podcasts, and I love pre-recording stuff, just to get Even extra silly, that extra level of rantitude that can only come out when I'm in my room closing my eyes and doing inappropriate things that you guys don't really want to hear about. Or maybe you do, and that's a discussion for a different day. Either way, it's really good. In fact, right there was a good example of it where I said something that I thought was relatively stupid and not stupid funny, just kind of stupid stupid, and I stopped the recording, edited that part out, and then continued going. As you can hear in my voice, I still have morning voice too, so I feel like I need to get in here a little bit more often, talk, relax, and work through that morning voice. Either way, unfortunately for some of you podcast listeners or the patrons, you're going to have to hear me even more often with some of these pre-recorded things. I'm also thinking about doing some other live streams in different places Like, on the side of the road when people are driving by, flashing some live streams across their face, finding someone to slap my live stream across their face, too. And I only explained my voice a minute ago, just to, if I start coughing a little bit, like, blah, 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 it's just because I haven't quite cleared that morning blah yet in my voice. So, ultimately, all stuff said Basically, you guys, the patrons, and on occasion, the audio listeners and the people that are subscribed to the audio podcast are going to be getting a little bit more extra content that the people on the YouTube channel don't get. As I mentioned earlier, I'm also going to be streaming from a few different kind of platforms as well to try to be bringing in some new viewers and listeners. So all of that stuff said... What exactly am I going to be doing on these podcasts? What the hell is this issues program going to be about? Well, I told you that we're going to be looking back on some of the podcasting or the live stream episodes that I did this month. And I am i guess I'm going to be recapping recaps. not Not really, but I know, as I mentioned, not everyone gets the opportunity to check out every single podcast or live stream we do. YouTube doesn't always notify people. Some of our patrons maybe don't check out every review. They're around just for Game of Thrones stuff or just around for Walking Dead or Better Call Saul or whatever specific show you enjoy us talking about. I also want to mention that I know some people have been asking us recently to do more Game of Thrones content again during this off-season, this gigantic long winter of an off-season. Joe and I are absolutely open to that. I think the problem we have more than anything is indecisiveness about what topics and where we fit into the discussion in the offseason. Because ultimately, we're more reactors than predictors. That being said, we would absolutely love to do some content and we intend on doing it. So if anyone has any specific requests for Game of Thrones videos, live streams, or podcasts you would like myself or Joe to do... Please let us know. You can always email me at iGotissuesman at gmail.com or uh, message me privately here on Patreon. If you're if you're listening to us, listening to this podcast there, please let me know. I am going to be doing character profiles and all the alive characters that are left and a little bit of a character recap, starting with Cersei Lannister. I'm just doing the research for that as well. And during those broadcast, at least some of them. I hope to have some fans of those particular characters maybe sharing in pre-recorded form some of their thoughts about that particular character. So it's that is something I definitely have coming in the pipeline. It's just a matter of when we start to coincide with the coordinate. I don't even know if I just said a word. I said a word I used to say when I was a child. It's corn side, it sounds like something you do with corn and you put it on the side of your plate. It just sounds ridiculous. So I'm sorry if that's not really a word. And this is the illiterate podcast. But it's okay. It's the illiterate podcast. Deal with it. Or the can't talk guy po- podcast. Either way, it's fucked up. So, but definitely let, let us know if you have any specific videos. You want us to do uh, Jamie and Cersei's romance or something. Whatever. Just let us know and we will work hard to get that done. Especially for you guys, the patrons. As you have a the you you have uh, you you can walk past if you're coming into the club that is the issues program you go in the VIP entrance so if there's anything you guys want to see it doesn't have to be game of thrones related too if you have another show that you know we watch or are a part of that you want a specific specific podcast on the Pine Barrens episode of The Sopranos or something like that. Just let me know and I'll make it happen. I want to make sure that... I want to make sure you guys are getting everything you want out of this experience. And there's only and there's only so much I can offer. <laughs> and my words and my ridiculousity is one of those things. And that's why it's really important to me to keep giving you guys new and different things in this context. But I also want to just have something consistent. You know, it's great when I will do a video on making stuffed shells, and then the next month I share a piece of Joe's artwork. It's cool to do those extra additional things throughout the months and maybe some additional content, but what I want to do with this podcast is have an actual patron cast that's basically for you. As I mentioned, I may eventually, you know, a couple weeks down the road or a little bit later down the road have uh share this on the podcasting feed which I probably will at some point but initially this is this is your podcast (laughs) and and the least I can do for the support you guys give us especially now and I don't talk about it as often as I should but with YouTube the way it is with ad revenue and the kind of channel we have where we don't hold back opinions or language and stuff it's more important than ever that if you support us and like us, that you help us out on things like Patreon, a super chat, and more. And even more importantly, spread the word and help push us on the YouTube channel, the 15,000 subscribers, and just in general, get as many people to listen and subscribe to the podcast as we can so we can keep getting more and more opportunities and keep pushing our way up that ladder of this Fucking thing that we're in right now, and that you guys are part of too. That you guys are my frontline support, and especially in this world of podcasting and streaming and whatever, and and gaming. Or even though we're not so much gaming, I mean Joe does a lot more, and Taka does a lot more on their avenues than I do. But it's all under the same same blanket of live streaming, homegrown entertainment. Well, in some cases, not homegrown as as things turn into cottage industries or whatever. But but ultimately, it's more and more important than ever. It used to be that... I'm sounding like an old man here. I just mean, it used to be if you had a pocket, you oh, crazy, that's weird. But now, everybody has a podcast. Everyone does a stream. Everyone has a channel that they talk about the shows that they love and stuff, too. So if you like what we do, think what we do is a little special, a little above the rest, and maybe you don't. <laughs> maybe you don't. You're subscribing because you're like, poor guy. I, I know my Uncle Steven subscribes, and he's subscribed just because it's $12 a year. What, am I not going to support you? I'd be an asshole if I didn't. Thank you, Steven. I know you don't listen to my podcast. But if you did thank you to you too but you guys think that if you guys think that we're a little bit you know deserve a little bit more attention you are all the best way to do that and i say that i i've said that before but it's true no one's going to necessarily listen to me at least the way i interpret things when i see someone spamming their podcast like their podcast like come check out my thing check out my video like in public forums or in things where they promote stuff, it's tough for me to get past get past that. I appreciate that you need to say, hey, notice me, notice me, notice me. But I, maybe it's jealousy because I don't have that gene. I feel too insecure about doing it. I feel like it's spammy. I feel like you have real interactions with people and then you offer what you do after the fact because then it makes a real – more of a real connection rather than uh, clickbait kind of stuff. I think that has more long-term, more long-term dividends than if you build real relationships rather than when people come into other people's groups, whether it be Facebook groups, whether it be Discord groups, whether it be whatever, and go, hey, here's my stuff, check it out, blah. There's no talking, there's no interaction. It just comes off as really fake or you just see someone post just constantly spam posting things, places. Probably it would be more helpful to the podcast if I did that, but I can't do that. I don't have that gene in me. I feel like an asshole. And even right now, when I'm telling you to do this, I feel like an asshole or promoting people to donate more, but it doesn't matter. I should, I want to and should be doing this, so I have to do this stuff more often. But my point is that coming from somebody else, it's a little bit more accepting. If you can inspire people to be. To be in, to be in, to be inspired. If you can inspire people to really move the needle of that, to be as they used to call it in rock and roll days, a street team. You know the, and not hookers. No, I'm sorry. Don't go. Don't put your mind there. But have you been listening to this podcast too long? That the minute I say street team, you uh, <laughs> you think about prostitutes. You sick fuck. <laughs> no, no, not that. Stop it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a fucking horrible joke. <laughs> just No, the people that are just passionate about what you do, those are the people that can start to spread the needle. Spread that needle. Spread that needle wide and lick, motherfucker. So, again, that's more the reason why it's... And you guys are already doing that. You guys are already... I know so many of you, so many of the patrons that we have right now, and you guys are doing that. You are awesome that you do share that stuff. But... If you think you don't, do, if you're like, oh, maybe I should do it more. Do it more. <laughs> Encourage other people in the live chat that that uh, are part of the show to do it more too. And uh, and that's the thing. And that's the thing that might help us. Might help us get there. So I do want to read out our awesome names of all our patrons as well. I I said that I I always talk about you guys in more of a general sense, but here we go. Got to say lots of love to Timo. Who is our longest patron, has been supporting us for so long. I cannot say enough love for Timo, who is going through some real life situations right now. So if you know Timo here in our patron group, if you've heard us talk about her on the show before and many times, if you've heard our wonderful It's Timo's written That's right. It's it's oh, yes. It's oh, baby. Okay, oh, 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 oh. So lots of love to Timo, and I hope she's doing really, really well. And we also have the bloody fucking talker the bloody talker who is on our star wars the last jedi spoiler review and i definitely hope to have the bloody talker on again in the future for something else lots of love to the bloody talker who is an who has amazing who has an amazing voice like from a uh from a radio podcasting standpoint i'm jealous of that dude's voice he has that warm fucking tone fucking asshole you fucking asshole bloody talker no. love you buddy thank you so much for the support of course, we got the our good buddy Brainwashed, who is coming upon six months being a patron and also one of our oldest supporters of the podcast and the live stream. It's been around. One of those names I just know forever. Brainwashed, thank you so much, Aaron. Thank you, thank you so much, Aaron. Aaron, I enjoy talking to you. All the opportunities I've had, and I, I'm not going to stop at every person. See, this is the problem. If I, but if, now if I don't talk about every single person, I'm just an asshole, right? I'm like, oh, into the into H- helen. Helen, you suck too. No, Helen, making gin great again. You create so much joy. It's so much fun getting to talk to you. And when you come into live streams and you, you've been very generous with super chat donations as well. And one of those people that definitely helps spread the word about the podcast. So thank you so much to Aaron and Helen. We've got Nancy. Nancy, thank you so much for the support. Your private message that you sent me, or I've talked to you a little bit about, about uh, your love for the show and what we do. Lots of love to Nancy Travis, another one of our very longtime supporters. That is amazing. Lots of love to Travis. Of course, we've got Patrick Hannibal O'Neill, who's a fucking great, unique, amazing individual. I love, I love uh, me some Patrick O'Neill, and also a sick guitar player. Good stuff, Patrick. Thank you so much for the support you give. I see fury. Can I say enough about how awesome of a name I see fury is? It it's, it's, and it's like spelled I C see fury. I don't know. I'm I'm sorry. Alliterations wordplay gets me. I'm playing with my goofy between my legs right now as the rawness of my voice has worn off. I no longer have morning throat. And I don't know if you can hear the difference between the beginning of the podcast and now in the podcast. But it's definitely changed. I've definitely changed a little bit. I haven't turned into Teen Wolf change, but I have changed. Here we go. My great buddy, my fellow lover of Zelda, my uh, my go-to person that I like to like to Yenta to sometimes. Somehow over time, my, this this gentleman and I have become Yenta buddies. Also a New Englander. One of the FOPs I trust the most, I have to say. No, no offense to anybody else, but I have to say I, I definitely trust this guy enough to to know that I live in the same uh, grouping of states as him. And I probably will meet up with him one day for a drink. The wonderful analysis of Thrones. Lots of love to you, buddy. Michael Bennett, who left us another, as well as Super Chat donation and always in the live chat and always good vibes, Michael. And I appreciate your enjoyment for what we do and that we can give you and anybody, not just you, fuck everybody else. This is just for Michael Bennett. You guys all had your turn. This is Mike's, this is Michael's turn on the ride. Come on, Michael, step up. (laughs) Step up, Michael. This is like a reverse roast. I, instead of having to come up with like horrible things to say about you guys, maybe that'll be next month. (laughs) I have to, I'm like, here's the, here's the positivity roast. Oh yes. (laughs) Positivity roast. And Michael though, thank you so much for your positive energy. Speaking of positive energy, lady fat ass red, another one of the people that's just been supporting us on Patreon forever. And I know, I hope you're getting back what you give in here. I hope you get back what you give in. But just another just wonderful person that I've sent messages to about, you know, what do you need? What do you want? Do you no, I don't need anything. I just want to support you. So cannot say enough awesome positive energy to lady fat ass red for for just all the again, all the positivity for for almost a year now as our patron. So Lots of fucking love to you. And then we kick into K.A. Fine Art, one of – a really amazing artist that I check out. And she's been a patron forever, forever, for over a year now. One of our – one of our viewers that came through devin and devin amazing guy and I cannot say enough positive stuff about my all my interactions and the support that devin has given us while he's out there doing you know doing stuff that's more important than silly television talk devin always takes the time to send me some positive energy and good vibes so cannot say enough awesome things about him and Ka fine art I believe is someone that came to us through devin's promotion of us and she is beautiful, an amazing artist, just a great fucking person that makes me laugh and smile. So uh, K.A. Fine Art, incredible stuff. You can check her out on Twitter. And I believe it's K.A. Fine Art. And you can check out some of her artwork. She's uh, She does an, just an excellent job. John, John Anya, again, one of our awesome patrons that I've seen in there and always in the comment section, always leaving great comments. Love whenever I see I have a comment from John as I know it's going to be awesome, positive energy and a good vibe and kind of make you think a little bit too. So, John, incredible, incredible love to you. Stephen Epstein is my uncle that I was talking about before. Maya, uh, who is has uh, been donating now for nine months, who ultimately said to me, I'm donating on Patreon because you just joined my family and, and it's a dollar a month. What, am I an asshole not to support you? How come the rest of your family doesn't support you for a dollar a month? Where are those assholes? And that's a good question. My family, oh, we really love what you do. You support you. Are you guys patrons? No. Well, it's a dollar a month. Well, fuck you. <laughs> well, so the only member of either side of my family that's supporting me on patron. Uh, lots of love to you, Stephen. If you ever happen to listen to this, you are the fucking man in so many ways who's out there fighting the good fight for for the legalization of marijuana has been fighting it for for fucking so many years. He's like a one of the primary forces of change of marijuana laws in the state of Massachusetts. So, I have to as as a as a sandwich eater here, I have to say thank you to Steven on that level and also just as being a good dude to be joining your family. So, Steven lots of love to you, dude. Miss Natural Beauty, another one that's been a patron forever coming upon I think almost 2 years being a patron for Miss Natural Beauty. Another person that i sent messages to to be like you're fucking awesome, you're supporting us here on Patreon and I don't, and not so much that that it's I don't need anything returned it was I'm happy to do it. You know, I'm just here to support you and support what you do. And again, that's what we're talking about here that what keeps us doing what we're doing isn't getting paid, isn't isn't the money we make on YouTube or advertising or whatever. It's the interactions we get to have with you guys. And the fact that you guys take that extra step to make that effort to give us as little as a dollar a month or as much as $30 a month that some of you do, $25, $30 a month. Like any of the people that do any of that, it's just so, I'm so fucking thankful. And that's why I try to come up with tiers of things to give to you guys for it. And never nothing ever seems right. It's like, cause again, some people are like, oh, we'll do a live stream where we take calls. That's what we do every show. I don't have much to send out to you guys. So then I do things like I'm pointing at the wall where I have all of your names on a On a written plaque on the wall or something, a a written display on the back of my wall, or getting you guys to decide certain topics of podcasts or something like that. But I realize that most of you that joined our patron, unlike I think some people that join others' patrons or whatever, the ones I have, you guys, the ones, none of you really want much. You, You don't... You don't say, ah, I need this, I need that, I need that. Even when you have requests or you've earned requests or as I go down to the bottom here with Mary or Carmine, who are two of my other bottom, uh, Carmine's probably going to cancel now because he doesn't want people to know. He he supports me on Patreon. But, (laughs) and of course, I also forgot to mention, I'll, I'll talk about a couple other people in a second here. We've just got a few more people to talk about. But ultimately, this is the least I can do. It's the least I can do. So, Miss Miss Natural Beauty, amazing love to you, and I have to say, again, cannot say enough thanks to, and I know not everyone that makes videos or something like that, I have two other people that I'm subscribed to and I support that are here as well, and one of them is this guy, who is really a fucking awesome dude, and... Make some of the best Vikings content you'll ever see. Amazing Game of Thrones content that I don't think gets enough attention. And I think, just in general, what like, just in my interactions with him, nothing but a good fucking dude and fun to talk to. And that's King McKay. And King McKay and I will be doing something again soon. He was on a Game of Thrones podcast this past season that we had and I'm also going to be having him on an off-season Vikings cast to preview the next season of Vikings, and hopefully some other times here and there. Uh, King McKay just recently started jo- joined us for Patreon, or Patron, and... And I so like I cannot appreciate enough the fact that he's giving us that kind of support. And uh, huge thank you to you, King McKay. I've enjoyed all of our interactions. I can't wait to get to interact and hang out on camera or in microphone with you again soon. And appreciate the support. Then we have, as I mentioned, uh, we have the wonderful Heather Rose. Who Heather Rose is another one of these people that it's just awesome. She's been supporting us for a long time. Joined Patreon about five months ago, but really has been someone that's been supporting the channel forever in her own way. I've heard, seen her promote us, pushed us, done all sorts. of... Well, I'm starting to get a little, uh, little, little. I'm enjoying this too much. She's pushed me and promoted me and oh, gosh, what kind of podcast is this? But Heather, fucking incredible. Incredible and someone that every time I just see her, see her picture on a comment or something like that, it makes me smile. And Heather, Heather seems like the type of person that I would have hung out with in, in high school or something like that. Like Heather just, Heather just seems like cool shit. Then we have. Mary who's been donating for 3 months a new patron patron and someone I cannot say enough thanks for joining up and I hope you stick around I hope you're getting enough out of this experience and again if there's anything I can if there's anything I can do for you you can add me on Snapchat at <laughs> What the fuck what kind of a dirty asshole am I I'm like hey hey kids but no what I I mean by that is there's many many other places that you can find us here that we're going to try to ex- Check out Twitch, Fill the Issues guy, as I'll be streaming there and doing some content there. I did mention Snapchat, but uh, as in a joking way. But if you do want to add us on Snapchat, it's Garrick, G-A-R-A-K Quark, Q-U-A-R-K, Garrick Quark, and that's the Fill the Issues guy Snapchat and. For you guys, especially the patrons, I know a couple of the patrons did add me there and that's how I give them a little bit of extra special content that sounds a little dirtier than I meant it to be, but definitely add me there Instagram we are Lotus the dog and pals with underscore in between the words uh Facebook you can find us Phil's recap and review and Twitter I got issues man and of course our last patron these people that and this was Mary, who was someone that chooses to donate without any reward as well. So incredible. That's just Mary because she likes what we do and wanting to support us. And speaking of that, of course, one of the people that's been kinder to our channel than anybody else from a promotion standpoint. And just from the start of a lot of people that this was the first time you heard about our channel was when this guy talked about it. And that is Carmine from Red Team Review. That's been supporting us for over nine months, not to mention before Patreon him helping me out with advice, free tips, and just general you... being on my show without having to pay him. No <laughs> I'm ki- but no, just in general being a great guy. and hell, he pays me to say these good things about him. Now, I get my ch- this is my check every month that I get from Carmine to keep talking good about him, no. but Regardless of anything, I cannot say enough awesome stuff about that guy. he's he's been he's been awesome to me. So lots of love, Carmine. Thank you. So to go back to now the next part of what we're gonna do in these podcasts, and now that i've I've celebrated you or have tried to celebrate you, <laughs> let's look back at February about the podcast that we did this month now or live streams that we did this month. Two of these were audio podcasts for the people that subscribe to the audio pack podcast. The game The Walking Dead ep- season eight, episode nine, honor re midseason recap. And also the Oh no, two of them. The Westworld Jessica Jones one with the Millennials or Millenniums. Sorry, Millenniums. And also the Star Trek Deep Space Nine episode was all were all podcasts. So ultimately. This month was a little less busy than january January I did let me count how many podcasts I did in January January we started out with the podcast of of the, of back to work after the holidays one, two three, four five six seven, eight nine ten eleven twelve uh twelve podcasts in or twi- 12 live streams in January, not counting the video game streams that we did or some pre recorded stuff that I did as well. February, because of the last two weeks, and some of you may know, some of you may not know, I was dealing with a close friend of mine, or my best friend, I-, I should say, my best friend that I grew up with from the time of uh, kindergarten or so. I mean, I knew him even before then, but I'd say we've been friends since kindergarten. His Father, who I was very close with, passed, and he and uh, he was also sort of a member of my family, like indirectly a cousin and it was just a difficult couple of weeks as he needed to pack up his house because he lives in california, had a had to pack up everything, figure everything out, and I helped out a lot during that time. I also spoke at his father's funeral for the family uh because my friend isn't a big speaker, and he knows i'm I have the gift for gab, so he had me. Yeah, I sat down with him and figured out what he wanted to say and I'm the one that spoke for him there. And so it was a very and then it was the cheering up process of the next 2 weeks and he doesn't podcast or live stream, so I felt awkward forcing him to do that when he was bereaved. So it ultimately turned into an indirect 2 week break. So February was not as – the long way of rationalizing why February was not as functional as January on our goal to get close as close to 300 podcast live streams or whatever – and granted, not all of them are live streams. As I mentioned, a few of the things I did in February were video game streams. But right now, I can't do video game streams because some cords broke, so I'm waiting for something to come in the mail. So, February's been a little bit of a clusterfuck month with some technical difficulties and some real-life bullshit. But that being said, i still still happy that in February, just from a live stream standpoint, we've done one, two, three, four, five, and we'll probably do one, or no, five, five things, which... It's always important to me, just on whatever level, even when we're in our slower times on the channel, and whether we're in between shows or we're in the time where we just don't get as much traffic in for the things we're discussing. It's important to me, unless I'm on a legit vacation, vacation to do at least one thing a week, at least one, at least when we look at a month that something like February. And this has to do with the patrons and what you guys support. And what I say in the description of what I'm giving to you, I want to make sure that when you look back on a month, the minimum of podcasts or live streams I do in a month is four. I wouldn't mind doing 30 if I didn't have to do anything else. Like if I didn't have any other work commitment and I could – and we can keep building this patron thing and keep – uh, getting different avenues of income popping up here and there, and I can keep rationalizing to the people in my life that, <laughs> that this is growing financially, I would love to do 30 days a month or 25 days a month of podcasting, legitimately. And I probably would if I didn't have to do anything else. I would come out here five days a week. I say that a lot. I would. It wouldn't be the same thing. It wouldn't be the YouTube channel five days a week. But one way or another, I would be sitting here at this computer desk or turned. Or turned on with a microphone or a camera in my face and talking if if I could get to that point. I, would, I wouldn't do I really wouldn't do anything else. So my goal within the rest of life fucking things up and having to make money in other places or whatever. My goal is to make sure I give at least four things a month. And I know that doesn't seem like a lot. But one a week is a, the minimum promise I can keep to you guys. So but they doing 5, 6 if you count this and then maybe one video game stream I think I did in February. I'm doing pretty good and I'm happy. So what did we do? People are like, "I'm not happy. Do more, asshole. Fuck you." <laughs> Stop sucking your own balls, motherfucker. Let's look how we're doing with time. Okay. So, let's look into let's look into the eyes and look back at what podcasts we did this Month And let's listen to a couple of quick highlights or lowlights from said podcasts. So the first podcast that we did in this particular month was something I'd been looking forward to for a really long time. And that was doing a Vikings discussion with Nick Hodges from History Buff. Nick is one of those guys that, thanks to Carmine who introduced the two of us and set us up working together... And I've listened to Nick on podcasts of an old podcast I used to listen to called The Spill Crew. He was a part of something called The Loading Bar. And I always liked Nick. He always seemed like an awesome dude, like just a chill kind of guy. And then when History Buffs came along, Carmine, uh, Nick needed some uh, structural help with uh thumbnails and stuff like that just just uh, just a little bit of a little bit assistance with that and Carmine who I was helping out a little bit with thumbnails at the time as well suggested to hook us the two up so we we end up hooking up and I helped him out for a little while but more than that me and him sort of developed a good rapport a good friendship and ultimately uh slowly but surely like I felt at first I didn't want to be like hey Nick we're buddies now. Will you be on my podcast? You and your half million subscriber YouTube channel. Come on, buddy. Come on on. But then after a while, he just said it to me like, like in a joking way, not in an insulted way. Dude, how come you ever invited me on your podcast? What the fuck? I think we got out because we were even talking on Skype sometimes. Like we'd connect on Skype and have like a discussion about something. And I think he said at the one of a, at the end of a discussion, goes, uh, you know, I understand you maybe don't want me. I'm like, no, why are you on? I just didn't want to be that asshole that was like Nick. Be on my fucking podcast now. But he's someone I love, and if he had more time and was had more availability and wasn't so busy with history buffs, I'd probably ask him on. Every month, or a couple times a month, to be a co-host because I think I have—I just have a really good time talking to Nick, and I feel like I have a good little balance with him. So, and I think this was one of the better casts that we did. This was the third one, and I think we're starting to understand each other's uh, each other's uh, rhythms and stuff a little bit better. And sometimes when you do a podcast podcast with someone or a live stream with someone, the first couple times you do it. It's not quite you talk when they talk, and the energy isn't perfect. It's never been that way, and I feel like i'm I'm on a date with them it's It's never been that way with Nick. It's always really easy to talk to him, and I think this was one of my favorite, if not my favorite time doing it. So let's listen to a few minutes of Nick and I talking. before we go any further into the cast. I do want to share some images come, yeah, so that's the same quarry. oh really? Um, when they settled the, the region of the, in Iceland, it would have been kind of cool if they tried to plant crops. And then, they, of course, they fail because it's all volcanic uh, soil. And that's when things go to shit. But instead, as soon as they arrived, they already, already kind of had buyer's remorse, which is quite annoying to watch. So that's a little bit of Nick. And if you haven't already, please subscribe to History Buffs and support them. Great guy. And I cannot wait to have Nick back on And huge congratulations to Nick and Claudia for their engagement. I'm so happy for two amazing people that, you know, they're even more amazing because they're fans of my show, but because <laughs> they're fans of the podcast. No, not just because they're fans of the podcast, but if you know Nymeria in the live chat, her and Nick are, just got engaged. So next time you see her in the live chat, give Nymeria some huge congratulations. And again, one more time, amazing congratulations to Nick and Claudia. And thank you, Nick, for always coming on the podcast, regardless of how big you keep getting and and the size of our channel. It, it, it means a lot that you don't worry about crap like that. And you're like, I like talking to you. I'm going to come on your show where channels that are a lot smaller than you kind of big time you sometimes. So I appreciate you being who you are, dude. So let's continue before I completely get down on my hands and knees and start blowing Nick and uh, and making pe- making his making his future wife jealous. So, the next podcast that we did was about Westworld Jessica Jones season 2 trailer and Mo Millenniums 2018 show. Now, Millenniums is a show that it's one of the first times I've ever been contacted by someone that creates the show to talk about their particular uh, program. And I was I was contacted by by the show creator. I'm sorry, I'm uh, I'm opening things up here. I'm opening things up here, baby. <laughs> Touch me, touch me, touch me over here. Okay, so anyways, so this was the first time I was ever contacted by anyone directly to talk about their show. And I was a little bit nervous before I ever watched it, thinking about, well, if someone's contacting me and they're nice enough to con- and be like, hey, I watched your Kirby Enthusiasm review, could you review my show? Like, does he expect me to give it a positive review? Like, can I bash this show if I don't like it? Fortunately, I watched it and I didn't think the show was perfect, but there was enough there that I liked. And specifically, his character was someone I enjoyed. So it became a little bit easier to talk about it, honestly. And I did the review and listen to a few seconds of this. Stupid characters played. He has a couple of things that are just almost unbelievable stupid that seem a little, I'm not going to say out of place, but it's just. Compared to some of the other things that are going on in the show, I'm less invested in every time he's on screen. And he's sort of a little like, eh, okay, get this fucking dude off screen now. And no offense against Jordan, whatever, fuck, Jordan, Lowenstein. So uh, that's me talking a little bit about millennials. And I I was kind of hard on one of the actors. And, And I did the review. There's also, I talk about Westworld and talk about, and talk about, what else? Jessica Jones, season two. And what's interesting about that, that was one of the first videos that I got a copyright thing for a song that was in there. And they have a new option where you can just remove the song. And you remove the song during a part where I'm looking at the Westworld trailer and reacting emotionally to it. So now if you watch that part of the video, it's audio from earlier in the show during that part. It just looks really weird and awkward. It's it's very funny. But... That was a fun podcast, and what was really cool about that was Ian, the guy who touched base with me to review the show, a lot of times you'll do something like this, whether it be review a product or whatever, and if you do it or you say something about it, you never hear back, and it makes you think, "Mm, did the person watch it? Do they care? Whatever. And this was a case where Ian got back to me. He said, hey, man, can't tell you how much I really appreciate the review. You were honest. I agree with a lot of things you said. It was a great encouragement as an indie filmmaker to keep going. I love your upbeat attitude when you're doing your podcast. Keep it up, man. If it's cool with you, I might be cut up some of this and put it with a Instagram post for millennials or millenniums. Thank you so much with a link to your full review. And he also told me to not worry about the name because so many people fuck it up. His next obstacle is trying to find how the show shows up in a Google search engine when people search that term. So, and I went back and forth a little bit with Ian again, and I cannot say enough good things about him as a person and his interactions, how human he sounds and how human he sounds when he's really an android. But I think that's the most important thing to me in all interactions with other creative individuals. When something seems spammy to me, I get a little bit snuff up in my uppagus. I get to be a little pricky. It, I can't help it. Whenever I smell using or, or people that are trying to find too big a shortcuts by using other people or faking it or being complete fakes of human beings to try to get places, I know it works for a lot of folks. But And sometimes it gets past me. And some people I promoted, people that were really just users. Sometimes it gets past you. But if I at all smell it, <laughs> I become an asshole and I close off to those people right away. And either I don't reply to emails, I act prickish to them and in the, in back and forth. If I feel like it's, there's nothing real. Someone goes, hey, I want you on my show because you, because you had Nick on your show or something like that. And I go, oh, did you ever actually listen to my podcast? No. I'm a little bit like, wait a minute, wait a minute, what's going on here? Are you just trying to use me to connect with somebody else? Sometimes the situation, a situation like that happened recently, where someone goes, no, 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 I was just making conversation, and we sort of had a miscommunication of some sort. But sometimes it's direct, and I notice it, and and I call people out on it, and they get real quiet real quick. So, or they. Or they shift it and try to act really, really overly nice to counterbalance it. To be like, oh, I love you. Was that about me? Sorry. And you go, no, it is about you, whatever. And you notice that nothing ever changes except for the tone in which they talk to you, where they talk to you with a little bit more niceness. And again, this is just me bitching. No one wants to hear about this. You're like, I don't donate money to hear you bitch about other people, so I'm not specifically talking about anyone. I'm just saying more as a general issue as a way of saying how cool this guy Ian is, who has had a real conversation, who gave me specific comments about the Kirby Enthusiasm podcast that he enjoyed, which is why he wanted me to review his own show. There was nothing Yeah. I mean, ultimately, if you look at that review, I didn't get tons of views on that. I'm not a huge, ridiculous channel. I'm sure he reached out to other people too that are way bigger than me, but he reviewed, he picked us specifically because he liked listening to David and I talk about something. In a good silly way. And he laughed at it, so he wanted us to talk about his show. and then back and forth talking to me about indie filmmaking, talking me joking that if he ever needs a hippie in a movie or a show he's working on to call me up. You know, little things like that where he's humoring, go, I'll consider it. You know, I don't know if you ever actually consider it, but but hey, it's worth a try. So then the next show that we did, and this is where we get into our break, because I had done two shows fairly connected to each other time wise. And then we get the Star Trek Discovery season one finale, which I gotta say was probably one of my most divisive reviews in a while, in the sense that. Everybody, welcome back. I don't think people like this. Yes, let's listen to this beginning Star Trek Discovery, the season one finale. And wow. That episode happened. It, that ending of that episode was a lot of fun, especially the music. They really grabbed me by... What do you mean, asshole? What, what, what are you talking about? Why why aren't you being committal? ...by my nostalgic balls and squeezed as hard as they could. All in all, a good season finale, but... People hated that I said it was a good season finale. I got a lot of comments saying, that was shit, Phil. <laughs> Stop being a pander monkey and uh, deal with... Ooh, 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 I'm a pander monkey. Everything's great. Everything's great. Everything's great. Everything's great. I like Star Trek because it's great. (laughs) I'm sorry if nostalgia gets me more than some people and when nostalgia works, I think nostalgia can be overdone and when it's done poorly, it comes off obvious in cloying. I think in the, I think Discovery, if they had gone to that Enterprise card earlier rather than later, it might've been a problem, but I think the choice of which when they did it and at the end of that particular season, the way it came out, the way the music kicked in, it fixed for me a lot of my problems with the season finale as I get into that review. And some people, when they listen to our live streaming reviews, especially if they're first-time viewers or popping on in there because they saw a season finale and they're looking for someone that talked about that show and they're not necessarily subscribers of the channel, that's why we get, at least, especially on... At, and most times a lot of our views on our videos aren't necessarily from our subscribers. <laughs> They're from people that are coming in for a particular show. And then we have the people that are fans of what we do that watch at their own time all the shows that we do or pick and choose which ones they want to watch because of whatever they ended up subscribing for. But sometimes when a show, especially around season finales or season premieres, you get a lot of new people in that are just coming, that are looking for someone to talk about the show and say what they think about that particular show that they're discussing. Like They want you to say what they think. Oh, I hated this. I want this guy to say he hated it. Oh, he didn't hate it. He said it's good. Let me click off this. And if people... In, in this review, I'm actually very hard on the season finale and how they ended the Klingon arc and everything in this season that wasn't Lorca-based. That being said, the end of that episode, when we got into seeing the Enterprise, was enough to make me happy. And I do appreciate, I appreciate getting to do these long, ridiculous podcasts by myself sometimes. Love having Joe. Love having guest hosts. And... I've realized over time that I at least need a couple of podcasts a week. Even if I would say I was doing that five days a week thing, the ultimate dream of podcasting for percentage wise, I would say I'd want to do three podcasts with guests a week and two by myself would be like my ultimate podcasting fantasy way of doing things. I love talking to other people. And I think more than not, it's always better to have a secondary voice in a podcast talking about something because you get different opinions or you just get different energies. But I know for me on some level the therapeutic function of of live streaming and podcasting and or doing a radio show before comes more when I'm alone. <laughs> And comes more when I can just kind of sit here and not even functionally give two fucks about what someone else has to think, even if I love and care about that person's opinion like I do with, with pretty much any, any guests that I've had recurrently on the show, had on more than once or, or you've seen me on their channels after they've had me on or whatever. Like I'm only going to go on places that I feel comfortable or I like the people or, or if that vibe's there, they're going to invite me or I'm going to invite them back, Whatever. It's not to say, I probably should take out that pregnant pause right there from an editing standpoint, but I'm not stopping. I just had like a burp stop where I had to stop and go, whoop. But no, but I don't want to stop. I don't want to edit. I like live sometimes, even in the context of recording live and live to tape. So you guys can hear even my weaknesses and my problems. I did a little bit of editing at the beginning of this this video because I didn't like what I was saying. Because I got a little bit too personal. But... (laughs) Other than that, you're mainly going to hear me from word for word what I'm accounting right now. But my point with all of this is just because I like doing podcasts alone doesn't mean I don't like doing it with other people. And just because in the past maybe I was a little apprehensive about being invited to other places to work with other folks, it is a joy and a pleasure when someone you're into and you like what they do invites you to be on their channel. And sometimes I've had situations where I've reached out and had discussions with people to do things and it doesn't come together. It's always a bummer. So... But my point isn't to bash other people or bash co-hosted shows. It's just to say that, especially in a show like Discovery, I like being able to talk about it alone. Similar to Westworld in that regard. It's a good, world, good show to just sit back and theorycraft and talk about. And that's how I feel about Star Trek. I look forward to having other guests in, but it's a lot of fun to talk about Discovery alone and get into that. And, I mean, I do hope to get Joe on season two and hear his thoughts on it a little bit because I do think once he got into it with his love of science fiction, especially the bizarro universe stuff, I think Joe would enjoy a Discovery. And I think he's seen the first couple of episodes and did enjoy it. So, yep, that's the Discovery season finale. And that was also when I found out about my friend's dad and stuff sort of got into a weird direction. Then I'm on a Star Trek kick. I've been wanting to do Deep Space Nine for a while. I have... Kaylana on Twitter, who I don't think has even noticed I, done, I have done this podcast quite yet, but again, one of our longtime listeners, has been pushing me and pushing me and pushing me to do Deep Space Nine content forever, and I've been talking about Deep Space Nine since I started this podcast, since I started my radio show, it was right around the time I first binge-watched it, so I talked about it a lot on my show. It's something I need to bring to this channel more regardless of the popularity that the videos get and regardless if everyone's seen the show or not. It's such a foundation point for my enjoyment and the way I take in information and take in television entertainment and the way that the stories are spaced out. This show, and yep, I'm going to say it, 90210, the original Beverly Hills 90210, enhanced my love. And then Oz was another one more than The Sopranos for me, just for me, were the shows, were the three shows more than any other shows that Made me like serialized television, and made me realize that episodic stuff wasn't my and movies weren't my initially big love of television of uh, of stories. And I will add another one in there: Batman the Animated Series and the Justice League cartoon. I think those those four series, Oz, Beverly Hills Nine Hundred Two and O. Star Trek Deep Space Nine, and the Batman animated series universe. Those things are what made me the television fan I am to today. Even though I grew up on Cheers and Growing Pains and Family Ties and Quantum Leap and shit like that in the 80s and The Greatest American Hero, which could be seen as another golden age in television. And my grandmother exposed me to the Jackie Gleason's and the Lucille Balls of the world and... Charlie Chaplin's, Buster Keaton's, like all those people I was way into growing up. But I'd say the TV fan I am today and the media fan I am today came from those four shows and appreciating television information that way. So I feel like I need to bring those shows to this podcast. Yes, even Beverly Hills 90210. There will be a Beverly Hills 90210 podcast. It's coming. And <laughs> click. I've just, lost, I've just lost 100 subscribers. It made, those shows made me palatable enough to watch to watch and be into maybe my three favorite shows of all time, The Sopranos, Breaking Bad, Game of Thrones. I mean, I could argue that those three were my favorite of all time and those were in no particular order, but I'd say if it wasn't for Batman the Animated Show 90210 and Deep Space Nine and Oz... I wouldn't be into The Sopranos. I wouldn't have got as into, as fallen as fast into Breaking Bad as I did. I wouldn't be in a position to appreciate what Game of Thrones is doing. From a television standpoint, or at least been, I probably still would have been compelled by the story because I knew the story before I saw the show because I had friends that were reading the books. They used to tell me about it because I'm not a big reader. so I So I essentially listened to my friend Opie and Brendan Tell me beat for beat what happened in the story before I actually heard the story. And I say heard because the first time was an audiobook. Then season one, then a long break, and then rinse, repeat. Then re-listen to the audiobooks, caught up with season four, and started doing the podcast. So Game of Thrones is a unique experience, by just mean even from a storytelling standpoint. Those shows prepared me and prepared my entertainment palette for things in the future. So I'm excited to bring in some more Deep Space Nine, or to bring in some Deep Space Nine content into the channel. So let's listen to a few seconds of those. nowadays, they have these long, arcing storylines and these world-building things. It's not—every show was doing it. Deep Space Nine was revolutionary at the time that it was trying to do that because it, it didn't do an episode of the week thing. It's, it had some episodes that got all wrapped up with a neat bow, but for the most part, it would—besides the— the the special effects issues that have been way modernized, the show itself and the way it was laid out would be much more familiar, I think, on television today than it was at the time it came out. At the time it came out, it wasn't necessarily received too well. Definitely not as well as Next Generation, and I would also argue that at the time, Voyager had more fanfare going on when it hit its heights rather than Deep Space Nine did. It was the... It, Sorry for the extended break on that one. I had to go check on my puppy dog outside who is sitting outside in 50 degree weather in the middle of the winter saying, fuck you, I don't want to come inside. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so if you're interested in any of that you heard or you want to hear more about my thoughts in Deep Space Nine, definitely check out that podcast and I'll be doing a lot more content on that subject in the future. And finally, last but not least, was The Walking Dead mid season premiere. Not going to talk too much about this. Other than to say more of the same from The Walking Dead, I think I like this episode a little bit more than Joe did. But let's see if we can get in on a Joe rant. And then, and then, what's his? He's comforting the little kid that just that just killed the guy that was partially responsible for murdering his fucking brother. And and you're and you say one word to him. What was that one word? It was the stupidest. This is the stupidest fucking dialogue. I wish you had it there to play. I can't even remember. I wanted to write it down. I wanted to make a point of it, but I was already a few, few fucking drinks in. Drinks into my cups here. Cups into no, no, my cups. Whatever I, I, the fuck it is. I might know I might have. <laughs> So it's around, if people want to see that, it's around the 140 mark. Joe goes into like an epic crazy rant of one of his rants of all time. I'm now making it a point to in Joe Rants starting with this one or starting this year. I'm doing a better. Excuse me, recording account of the shows. I have a little spreadsheet set up where I'm making notes on each show as we do them. So if there's a really good Joe Rant, and this is the first great Joe Rant of the year, uh, we're going to, uh, at the end of the year, do a little highlight reel. It's just too difficult to go back in old episodes from past years while we're doing it to try to find Joe Rants or songs I sing or whatever. So we're gonna to try to mark that off as we're going now. So at the end of the year, it'll be easier to do a best of the year podcast of sorts. Granted, if anyone knows any old podcasts like from 2016, 17, that or even 15, because I think Joe Rants really started in 2016. That if uh, if anyone has any good rants that they know where that is, definitely let me know so we can put it on a highlight reel at the end of this year. I've got a couple of ideas of where I think some of them might be that I'm going to go back and check out at some point in time. And maybe one of these that I'll do will be a Joe rant one where I try to go back to a couple of old podcasts that Joe and I did and find some rants. We could do that t- we could do that together. <laughs> So those are the podcasts I did in February. I do not think I'm going to be doing anything else in the next couple of days. What is it? 30 days, half September? No. I, I'm trying to remember if it's leap year or not. I think tomorrow is the last day of February. I don't think I don't think this is leap year. Is, is it? I honestly don't know. I honestly don't know if there's 29 days in February this year or if it's just 28. Uh, either way, two more days left at most. One more day in February. February is probably over with. That's why I wanted to make sure I did this today and get this out. As I said, I will try to get these out. I mean, I'm definitely going to get these out once a month towards the last week of the month. Maybe I'll try to do them sooner for you guys, shorter and and sooner. I thought about doing them every week, but I don't know if every week I'll have the availability to do it. But some weeks I might and do like a short 15-minute podcast or something for you guys. But or maybe we'll do the longer ones. Who knows? Because this is coming up on. This is probably just about an hour. So... I guess no more to say right now. Again, one more thanks to all of you guys for the support you give. And I will talk to you guys fucking next time for some more fun. And uh, I don't even have to promote myself to you guys because you guys support us anyways. (laughs) So keep doing what you're doing. And I love all you guys. Talk to you next time.